everyone, it's your host Megan and your co-host McKenna. And welcome back to Mickey Ears and Butterbeer. For the next four weeks, we are going to be talking about all things Universal. In November, Universal is hosting Kyle and I to come and do some trainings, do a welcome dinner, do some experience in the park, and we're going to be staying in Sapphire Falls, and we are so excited. So to kick this episode off, we're going to talk about all things in Diagon Alley, which is one of the Harry Potter Wizarding Worlds in Universal Studios. I'm going to sit back and let McKinley take the wheels on this because Kinley is a professional at this. She has loved Harry Potter and read all of the books since she was younger. And going to the parks, we could spend all day in Universal just doing Harry Potter things. So to start off this episode, when you first walk in to the kind of Harry Potter section, you see King's Cross Station and it's like you are in London. It is super cool. It lends in super nicely. It looks like you are in London, and I like how Universal Studios does that. You first see the night bus, and you are greeted by Stan and the little head dude. I don't know what his name is. But you can go on the back of the night bus, and you can see on the inside, and you see all of the beds that is in the third movie and the third book. It is super cool. You can also, on the bus, do an interaction So you can talk to Stan and the head. They got tons of funny jokes, and it's definitely a must-stop by and see to have a good conversation with. So right across from the night bus is King's Cross Station. And since we are, well, we're in London, so we're not in the Wizarding World, and everybody's muggles. So you, when you interact with the cast members or the train workers, you can ask them, like, where's the Wizarding World, or... Stuff like that. And they'll be like, what are you talking about? Since they are muggles and they don't know anything about the Wizarding World. As your travel agent, we can help point these things out for you. Because it is very hidden. But once you do find it, it's really cool looking. Also, outside King's Cross Station, there is the little red telephone booth that connects to the Ministry of Magic that we see Arthur Weasley get into to get to his job. And then once you're into Diagon Alley... First thing that stands out right away, at least especially to me, is the huge dragon that is on top of Gringotts Bank. The dragon actually breathes real fire every 10 to 15 minutes, and it is super cool, and I'd... Well, when you go to your trip, you should definitely look out for this. It's an awesome picture opportunity, and you'll also see so many people already, when you walk in, already casting spells. Highly recommend purchasing one of the interactive ones because there are tons of stations set up where you can do spells. Talking about wands, there are so many shops in Universal Studios or The Wizarding World and Diagon Alley. There is Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, which are home to so many funny, kind of like pranks. There's games, there's extendable ears, there's pygmy puffs, which have a really cool experience when you check out your pygmy puff and they ring a bell and they do this whole ceremony. It's called an adoption ceremony and we have done it twice now. It gets everybody's attention and it's really awesome to go ahead and get on video. Also in the shop, they have the love potion candy. It's all kinds of fun, little goofy stuff, but it's everything that's talked about in the books and in the movie. Talking about candy, they don't have honeydukes, but they have that in Hogsmeade, but 
back to Diagon Alley. They have a different sweet shop that is mostly like Honeydukes, but it has candies like chocolate frogs and, yeah, different candies. I think you get a chocolate frog on every single trip that we're on. Definitely. And speaking of, if it's hot, I mean, it's Orlando, it's going to be hot. If you want to get all these candies and goodies, but you're worried about it melting in your bag, wait till the end of the night to get those. Or even back at your Universal Resort, all gift shops sell chocolate frogs, candies, merchandise, all kinds of things. So if you really want to wait till you get back to your resort to purchase it to bring home, you can definitely do that. But we do highly recommend trying the candy, trying the chocolate frog, doing all the fun things while you're there in Diagon Alley. Also, the chocolate frogs come with a collectible wizarding card, which has a ton of different wizarding options to be on your card. But like my mom was saying, Universal is hot, so we definitely recommend trying their butterbeer. Their different forms of butterbeer are cold butterbeer, frozen butterbeer, hot butterbeer, ice cream butterbeer, and fudge butterbeer. Which is your favorite? My favorite's either the frozen butterbeer or the fudge butterbeer. I like the cold butterbeer, but actually I prefer pumpkin juice. Now, the pumpkin juice is very hit or miss. You're either going to love it or you're not going to like it at all. I would say majority of people are not huge fans of the pumpkin juice, but I love all things pumpkin. So, of course, that was definitely my favorite. It is not good. Speaking of all the drinks, there is a section where you can get alcohol beverages for adults that are with the better beer mix. They have actually a secret menu. So when you go up, you can talk to one of the cast members and ask them for the secret menu adult drink, and it's pretty good. So back to the shops in Diagon Alley, Madame Malkin's robes for all occasions. They sell robes um, for Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, the four Hogwarts houses, and they also have screen-used outfits in there for Goldroy Lockhart, just a normal Madame Malkin's dress, and I'm pretty sure Professor McGonagall. They also have a mirror that can tell, can talk, and it tells her opinions on how you look, which is super cool. Not all opinions are nice, so just remember when you're there, sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not. (laughs) Also, they have Ollivander's Wands. This is a wand shop, just like the books and movies, and you can get either a character's wand or just a basic wand. And they also have a show that you can go in And they pick one person out of the whole crowd to kind of do, how would you describe that? So it's a wand ceremony because in the Harry Potter books, the wand chooses the wizard and the movie. So you go in with a group of people and you go in this room and these cast members um, who are kind of like Ollivander for Harry Potter in the movies, but they um, pick one person out of the whole audience to do kind of like spells so it's like testing out wands so say they aim they tell you to aim your wand to the right side of the room and say a spell so something would happen and it would either be good or bad but when you get the right wand it's just like hallelujah it's like gold lights and everything and yeah because the wand chose you mckinley and i both actually were able to experience this two different times. I was on, I was with the Charming Travel Company and we were 
in a room. There was a bunch of people. There was a bunch of little kids, but he ended up choosing me. So I got to do the spells. And of course, I had to purchase the wand at the end. And you do not have to purchase the wand. It's an um, it's a choice. But of course, because we got picked, we want to remember that. So of course, we purchased the wands. I think how many wands do we have now? Interactive wands? We have Hermione Granger's wand, we have your wand, and we have my wand, so three wands. And it's really cool because, like I said earlier, you can do spells. So as a family, how we all three have interactive wands, we do spells when we're there, and that takes up a lot of the time. Also, since when you go around and do spells, don't tell your kids to look for the sensors. I mean, you can find the sensors. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt for adults. But once you find it, tell your kid to aim it at a certain area, and once they get it, it's like, oh my gosh, I did, did I just do that? But also, the tips of the wands that, like, connect to the sensors, they get broken. Kids drag them on the ground. Um, you can actually fix them up for free. That's one of the great things while being there, because like she said, stuff does happen, and you can get it fixed for free, so that way you leave and you have your interactive wand, and you can take it when you go back to, on each trip. Back to merchandise, they have so much cool merchandise. They have notebooks that look like actual spell books. Um, They have letters, like postcards you can send back home or just keep to yourself. Also, if you have watched the movies, you've probably heard of Howlers. You can actually get a certain letter that you can record your own message and send it to somebody, whoever you want, like a Howler, and it's super cool. What are some of the souvenirs that we buy when we go? Which ones would, besides your cloak, which ones are your favorite? Um, I have a headband that goes with my cloak that I use all the time when I go to the Wizarding World. Um, The wands, and I really like the notebook that I got. It is um, a beginner's guide to the dark arts that Umbridge uses for the students. And I just find it super cool that you can get things that aren't screen use but seem like it. And you can also have a notebook. Let's talk about the rides. Each Wizarding World offers awesome rides. So the ride in Diagon Alley is Gringotts. Um, I don't know the exact name, but we just call it Gringotts for short. I've never rode this ride, so I think I'm going to hand the mic over to my mom so she can tell you all about it. The Gringotts ride is awesome. It's definitely something McKinley could ride, but... She hasn't rode it yet, but maybe next time. The ride is called Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. You have to be a minimum of 42 inches for the height requirement. The ride is awesome. You actually sit down. They put a strap down on your lap. One of the best things about it is the queue just to even before you get on the ride. You actually enter beneath a massive fire-breathing dragon and journey deep underground on the multidimensional thrill ride. In the line, you can go just like in the movie. When you're walking into the bank, they have little goblins on each side of you. And, of course, the main one right in front who does not look thrilled at all that you're there. On this ride, you will encounter Harry, Ron, and Hermione, Lord Voldemort Voldemort himself, Bellatrix Lestrange, and Bill Weasley. You will try to escape Gringotts. Right when you get off the ride, you can actually go to the bank and exchange your muggle money for wizarding money. This is something I highly recommend doing because you get to interact with a goblin and he actually answers your questions 
and like say, how old are you? He'll say, well, he'll respond. And you ask him questions, and I exchange my muggle money for my wizarding money every trip. It is super fun. You can exchange $10 bills and $20 bills. And you can actually use the money in the shops for merchandise, or you can take it home as a cool souvenir. Another one of my favorite things when we go, and it's a must-do, is we always eat at the Leaking Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron, actually, if you look up and look on the ground, there's a little puddle of water because it does actually leak. So the little Leaky Cauldron sign, like she was saying, leaks. There's a little crack in the sign that's supposed to be there, and it slowly leaks. You may have to wait a minute because if you get there immediately and and you look up the sign and it's not leaking, don't think, oh, it's broken. You might just have to wait a minute and then you will see a little drop come out of it. And what's really cool about this is some of the item, the food items that you can purchase are stuff that you read in the book and hear in the movie. My favorite thing that they have is their fish and chips meal. I get it every single time and I actually get the kids portion. It's a lot cheaper and it fills me up just as much. And this is all shaded, so it's a good way to get you out of the sun. Also, once you get your food, you can get free water, but I'm pretty sure you have to eat at the Leaky Cauldron to get this free water. So say you run out of your drink that you have purchased. Say you got butterbeer. So you run out of your butterbeer and you start eating your fish and chips and you're like, darn, I'm thirsty. (laughs) So you can go to the cast register and grab as many waters as you would like and they're in their little Harry Potter cups, but they aren't reusable, but they are plastic little cups that you can go grab and take a sip of water. Next up, let's talk about the cool shows that they have to offer. I love the cool shows at Diagon Alley. Right next to the Gringotts Wizarding Bank, if you go a little bit to your right, you will see a stage. This stage holds one of my by far favorite shows. It is the Tales of the Beetle and the Bard. This is the tale, basically, of three brothers, and we, the show has really big puppets of the tale of the three brothers. The shows are a great way. Everyone sits down, you get off your feet, so grab a butterbeer and watch the shows. They definitely are worth it. The shows are also, well, the stage is under a shaded area, so it's also really nice to cool down. One of the next things I want to talk about a lot of people miss is Nocturne Alley. Nocturne Alley is at the very back of Diagon Alley. So once you see, so you're going to go straight to Gringotts, then take a left down that pathway, and you will find Nocturne Alley. This area, I don't even think we realized it when we first went. No, we didn't. But then once we found out it was there, it's definitely a must-go-to every single time. And not to mention, when you go in there, it's feels like it's about 10 to 15 degrees cooler. The only thing that kind of is hard is it's very hard to see in there. Dark and shady, but still, it's perfect for your Slytherins. If you are a Slytherin, you will find Morgan and Burks in there and get all of your dark items. And it there also is some spell spots in there that are on the map, maybe not, but they are some spell spots. And speaking of the spells... One thing, when you do get a wand, there's a map inside of your box that shows you where all the spells are. And when you're back in Nocturne Alley, that light that's back there actually helps you see things on the map 
that are normally you cannot see when you get out of Nocturne Alley? Sometimes, well, the map that they give you looks like the Marauder's map with like a map map of all the spell spots, but you normally, you're like, there's no footprints, but sometimes when you get into the light in Nocturne Alley, you can start to see little footprints. Another cool thing about Diagon Alley, Jaws Ride used to be there, and they did take it out, so they'd have plenty of hidden little Easter eggs that all are tributes to Jaws. Speaking of Diagon Alley, they have the Shrumpkin Heads in there that actually sings, show me the way to go home from the Jaws movie. They also have the, they have shark's jaws um, and like skeletons in some of the shop windows and outside King's Cross Station, um, the record shop. They have a little record um, that says, here's a toast to bow-legged women or something like that, which is also a toast, not a toast, oh my gosh, a tribute to jaws. So I think that about wraps it up. Now the real question, what house are you in? I am a Slytherin. What are you? I am a Slytherin as well, and Kyle is a... Ravenclaw. One of my favorite things there is getting pumpkin juice, watching the shows, doing the wand spells, and seeing everybody dressed up in Harry Potter things. It really makes you feel like you're in the movie, and when you read the books, there's so many things in there. They do such a good job at all the details. My favorite things are Butterbeer, the wands, because you feel like you're actually a wizard, which you are. Um, seeing everybody in their Harry Potter robes and seeing which house everybody is and, like, looking at people and, like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And shopping. I love shopping. So on next episode, we are going to jump into Hogsmeade next week, which is in... Islands of Adventure. Kyle and I are so excited to head back in November. We can't wait to tell you guys more. See you next episode.